welcome to the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. My name is Fran Dargaville and I'm a functional nutritionist with a passion for gut health and real food. I'm here to share my take on nutrition and health, answer your questions and chat with leading health and wellness experts and all-round inspiring humans. Enjoy this week's episode and submit your questions at frandargaville.com or via my Instagram, frandargaville. Hello there, friend. I hope you're doing well. Today's episode is something a little bit different. My friend Lucia Mazzella, who has been a guest on the podcast before, interviewed me for her awesome group program, Moon Menu. We spoke all about the liver and adrenals, why they're so important, and how to support your liver and adrenals through food, lifestyle, and supplementation. Since the interview is quite long and it's in two very distinct sections, liver and adrenals, I'm going to split it up over two weeks. This week, we're chatting all about the liver and your hormones, and next week, we'll cover adrenals and your hormones. I'm also going to include Lucia's info in the show notes, so you can go and check out her program and Instagram there. So let's get into it. So I'm so excited that we have Fran here with us. Um, And we're talking about adrenals and liver health for the cycle. So it's a bit cruel. We're going into some like juicy topics bright and early in the morning. I hope you've got a cup of tea. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, you can just like lay back and like let all her wisdom just like wash over you. So (laughs) enjoy, get comfy. Um, And yeah, Fran, hi, (laughs) welcome. Hi. Thank you. Very good to have you. Do you want to just like um, tell me a little bit about yourself, like what you do and kind of a little bit about your story and what got you into it as well? Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, so my name is Fran Dargaville and I'm based in uh, Sydney, Australia and then on the beaches. Um, And, yeah, so I'm, I'm a functional nutritionist, which basically means I help people get to the root of their symptoms, basically. And I do specialize specifically in gut health. So a lot of people with IBS symptoms and, um, you know, reflux and indigestion and, you know, interesting bowel movements and all of that. That's, that's where I do most of my work, but, you know, as we all know, everyone's, you know, as humans, we all have lots of things going on. So that definitely extends to hormones, cycle health and and everything as well. So yeah, I I really got into all of this, um, you know, sort of holistic health world and I suppose specifically functional nutrition through my own struggles with my health. So I had chronic fatigue issues, gut issues, also like hormonal related symptoms as well, like very painful periods and acne and all of that. So I just had like (laughs) everything going on basically. And I kept going to doctors and the, you know, solutions that were given to me was, you know, the pill and antidepressants and and all of that. And, um, you know, at some point I realized nothing was helping. Everything was just, you know, masking and, you know, a a Band-Aid approach basically, which just wasn't going to work with me anymore. So I found a functional medicine practitioner, which was actually really incredible. And they helped me a lot. But anyone who's been to a functional medicine practitioner may have had a similar experience in that you go and see them and then you book your next appointment and it's months later and you don't get any sort of support in between. So when I was in the session, you know, they really listened to me. They gave me, you know, great suggestions, 
lots of supplements, all that sort of thing. But then, you know, I sort of went out the door and had to figure out the whole nutrition side of things, you know, for myself. So that's when I, I basically just decided to study nutrition just to help myself. And then when I was able to really get my health to a good place and just learn more and more about it, I decided that I wanted to help people. I didn't have any intentions of doing that, but, um, but yeah, I'm just super passionate about this and love, love sharing about it. So excited to be sharing here with all of you today. Yeah. I, I love your story in that, like, you know, it reflects my story and it reflects, you know, other guest speakers that I've had in the course as well. And I think just so many of us, um, have had that experience of not be, not getting the care that we needed and then having to kind of go out and then figure it out and it's really fucking hard. And then we're like, okay, 100%. let's make it so that other people don't have to do what I did. You um, shouldn't you shouldn't have to study nutrition or coaching <laughs> or that sort of thing to like that's a little bit ridiculous really. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But um, at the same time, it, it can be like, oh, you know, why did I have to go through all of this? But um, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of beautiful in when you're like out of the, out of the mud and you like have that perspective and you're like, oh, cool. I'm, I'm yeah. kind of glad that I got steered in this direction. Yeah. Um, and when you've yeah. worked with people who have been through that, you know, you, you can tell that there's like a resonance and understanding and like actual compassion and, and all of that versus yeah you know, when you go to a, a practitioner who, who just doesn't get it, hasn't been on a health journey and doesn't have that like understanding or compassion at all makes a huge difference. Yeah. And maybe they haven't had to implement those things into their own life. And then they, they're kind of just giving out advice without the understanding of what it takes to implement those things that are much easier said than done. A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so we're going to touch on liver health first. So let's sort of dive in there and just sort of maybe if you want to explain why liver health is important and kind of like what the link to the cycle is or what the link to hormonal health is there. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, yeah, we're going to be chatting about liver and adrenals. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, with the liver specifically, you know, it's basically like our detoxification powerhouse. So, you know, anything that we need to be detoxifying, whether that is, you know, we often just think of like alcohol, but that could be, um, you know, alcohol and drugs, but there's also any medications that we're taking. It's also old hormones. So when, you know, hormones are circulating, they don't just, you know, disappear or it's not the same hormones circulating all the time. They actually, you know, basically need to be converted into um, an like unactive or sort of deactivated form to be actually removed from the body. So we need to make sure that the liver is working well so that, you know, we don't end up with excess estrogen is a really, really common one. So estrogen dominance, you know, I'm sure many of you have heard of that or maybe even experienced that. And, you know, it's a, it's a really, really, you know, one of the most common probably hormonal imbalances and yeah, estrogen basically it, it goes through this whole process in the liver where it goes from being an active form of estrogen to being deactivated and then excreted from the body. But if that process isn't happening as it's supposed to due to, you know, some sort of like stagnancy in the liver or stress, which can sort of suppress all of these processes that are supposed to be going on in the body that can then result in the, you know, effective estrogen dominance, for example. So I think we often think of 
you know, these sort of hormones and, oh, maybe we don't have enough of something. So we just need to take that hormone. But it's like, what's actually going on? Is it that you're missing something that's needed to produce that? Or for example, you know, with the estrogen dominance thing, look at how you're detoxifying and, and the liver is, plays a really important part of that. And also as part of the digestive tract, like your liver and gallbladder, you know, play in together to help produce and keep that bile flowing, which helps detoxify via the digestive tract as well. And then also, you know, just in terms of being part of this whole process, making sure that you are having one to three bowel movements every day. If you're not having a bowel movement every day, that's going to impact this whole process because you could, your liver could be working well, but you're then, you know, having these deactivated forms of estrogen, if, if it is, for example, and then you're not actually removing it from the body. So it's nothing's ever in isolation in the body and there's always lots of things to consider. Um, but yeah, the liver is basically, you just think of it as our detoxification powerhouse. So that's why we're focusing on it and why it's important. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. And it's, you know, again and again, I feel like we're always reminded of like, everything is connected, you know, and the more research <laughs> that we get, the more this is just coming out, you know, like, you know, things like, I guess cycle health is one of them as well, that we didn't really think that that would be connected with gut health or um, these other systems in the body. Um, but of course it just makes so much sense. <laughs> so 100%, yeah. yeah, I guess like if people are going, okay, I wonder that could be me. Like what are some of the things that they might notice uh, that could be cluing them into the fact that their liver might be struggling? Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> so any sort of signs of toxicity. So um, also like having the sluggish bowel movements can definitely point to that because our bile flow is helpful. Well, it, it plays a really important role in like getting things moving out of, out of the body basically. So, you know, perhaps you don't have enough bile. So if your digestion is quite sluggish, you're not having regular bowel movements, um, there are other things that that could point to, but that is definitely, you know, something pointing to um, your liver sort of being backed up and something going on there. Mm -hmm. Another really obvious one is if you drink alcohol and, you know, you basically really, really feel the effects, you know, compared to a lot of people, you know, often, often people that have liver issues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I, I've been through phases in my life as well where it's like you have like half a glass of wine and you're like, whoa. <laughs> so do you mean like you have a glass of wine and then you're like, oh my God, I'm tipsy. Like you think you're a lightweight. Or do yeah, you mean like the yeah. next day you're like, I just had one glass and now both. I'm like so hungover. <laughs> yeah, I have both, both of both. those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Both of those definitely point to, um, yeah. because, and you think about this, Damn. like a liver's got some sort of capacity to what it can process and then you know we live in a toxic world so we're busy dealing with all of that and then we throw in some alcohol as well and it's like it just sort of can't keep up basically so yeah the alcohol like how you respond to that is mm. a, a definite you know indicator um and with all of these things you know like we're going to be talking about like there's things that you can do if if this is you it doesn't mean it's you forever you know like good point there are things that you can do so um, although sometimes we might just be like a little bit of a lightweight forever. That's, that's okay. <laughs> yes. I'm cool with that. <laughs> Especially if you don't like drink very often. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, 
getting, you know, drunk easily, I suppose. And then also there, there are just lots of other signs, I suppose. Like it could be that you have, um, you know, excess of estrogen or other sort of hormones. And that's pointing to us that you're not able to, you know, process and um, remove them. So yeah, estrogen dominance or excess of, of any other hormone, basically. And then also, you know, skin issues like rashes and acne and yeah and then it can be more generalized than that I suppose as well like things like you know just the brain fog and fatigue and and that sort of thing and and generally again it's going to be multiple factors going on but that can also be um, playing into that these sort of like more non-specific symptoms Mm. Um, yeah fatigue brain fog um, that sort of thing it can be so tricky isn't it because like a lot of those are symptoms of, you know, imbalanced gut. So then we're like, what does this mean? But like just coming back to that thing that, you know, it's all connected and ultimately if you're supporting the liver, then you're supporting the gut and you're supporting your menstrual cycle and you're supporting your overall health. So like it doesn't have to be <laughs> super complicated or like, you know, all neat in these little rows. Um, yeah, we can be supporting multiple systems in by like um, one thing you know or yeah exactly that's a good thing yeah Yeah. exactly yeah it doesn't have to be as hard as we can make it out to be so what are like some of the things mainly starting with food and then we can go (laughs) into lifestyle but like what are some of the food things that people can be doing that would be mainly nourishing the liver but of course we know it's not nourishing everything else as well (laughs) Mm. yeah so what we think about like so I think often people think with this kind of thing, oh, cool, you know, what things can I have to n- nourish the liver? And mm. that is super important. And we will definitely, I'll definitely give you some suggestions around that. But then we also want to think about, you know, think about that burden of that detoxification powerhouse. Like what's mm. contributing to that? Is it medication? Is it pesticides in your fruit and veggies? Is it mold or some sort of other, you know, toxins that you're exposed to in your home, you know, what you're putting on your skin, like your personal care products and your cleaning products and all of that. So I know this is like, okay, there's a lot and you're not going to be able to work on all of that at once, but it's just like sort of peeling away the layers of the onion. So just starting to look at, you know, I'm sure probably a lot of you are already doing like all of this or a lot of this stuff, but just Mm. being conscious of what you're putting into your body and what you're, you know, putting on your body as well. Um, and also, you know, tap water as well um, has things like, you know, chlorine as well that, that are contributing to this. Um, so definitely look at what's placing a burden on the liver that you can start to gradually reduce over time. doesn't have to happen overnight. Mm. Um, but then there's also things that we can do to actually support that as well. So any of your dark leafy greens, these are a great thing to um, include and like dandelion greens, they're really, really helpful as well. And then anything like, like lots of bitter and, and sour things, which sort of stimulate your digestive juices and also stimulate the production of that bile, which is helping with your detoxification processes as well. So just adding lemon and lime juice, you know, squeezed over anything, you know, curries, you can have salads that sort of thing and also just like warm lemon water first thing in the morning I think people are just like oh yeah you got it (laughs) love it (laughs) I think people are like on Instagram oh yeah I have warm lemon water but I I don't know why 
It's actually, it's actually a thing that's actually beneficial, ideally yes. warm versus cold. But yeah, it's actually, you know, stimulating the production of bile and helping get things moving. So it's not just like a Instagram fad. Um, yeah, so yeah, or like so a get skinny re- kind of like yes! fad diet. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, it's actually supporting your body. So it's, yeah. it's a good thing. It can good stay. To get into. Yes. And, you know, if you're going to drink coffee, which I, I personally love coffee, Always have my glass of warm lemon water before that. So you're sort of hydrating first. Yeah, so they're kind of some of the main things. And another thing that can be really beneficial is um, beetroot as well. So like beet kvass, like fermented beetroot juice is great. Um, and just grated beetroot, you know, any way you can eat, eat beetroot basically. Um, I'm sure Lucia has lots of great ideas for all of this stuff. <laughs> We've got lots of um, beetroot in the kimchi recipe guys. So that's sort of awesome. where that, that comes in. <laughs> yeah, perfect. And like, yeah, the kimchi as well, because that's obviously going to have some of this like sour or bitterness, I suppose, to mm. stimulate the bile production as well. So what the beetroot actually does is it thins the bile. So you've got these other sort of bitter and sour things like ferments as well that are going to stimulate that bile production. But the beetroot actually just helps thin it out basically because that can get sort of stagnant as well. And that's sort of one of the areas that can hold us back in terms of detoxification. Yeah. Yeah. That's so helpful. I love it when there can be you know, something that just makes sense. Like I, I know I need to eat beetroot. Like every time I look at a beetroot, I'm like, you, you, you're telling me things like I'm getting intuitive feelings to eat you. (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, Yeah. you can like read into like, you know, all of the amazing benefits and it just like, I just love it when things make sense basically. And I guess. Yeah. And it's like, there's a reason I think as well. Mm. We're just like, cool. Yeah. Veggies are healthy. Um, Mm. You know, there's plenty of other like, superfoods i suppose liver actually forgot to mention you know organ meats but in particular for yeah for liver function eating liver or desiccated liver and that sort of thing can be supportive as well because you know basically um you know sort of believed in this holistic approach to medicine that you know whichever organ you need support with actually consuming that organ basically is going to contain the nutrients that you need so the liver Mm you know, actually contains these specific like vitamins and minerals that we need for liver health. So if you just actually consume liver as well, um, it's, it's sort of like a different angle versus, you know, those things that are going to stimulate bile flow and bile production and that sort of thing and thin the bile. And this is actually providing you like the building blocks that the liver needs as well. It's so good. Like just that, you know, that that's something that traditional cultures all around the world have known forever. And now finally, you know, research is, is catching up. Um, you know, or the beetroot thing is like, I don't know if you, if you have this, but I quite like red foods for my period. Like mm-hmm. there's just something romantic about it. I've no idea if it's substantiated by science, probably not, but you know, it, um, <laughs> It's, it's nice to have those things that, um, I guess, have a cultural or traditional backing and make sense intuitively as well as on the, you know, the science front. Yeah, 100%. And what are some of like, what are some of the lifestyle things that we can do to support liver health? Yeah, so I think with that, it's really like, you know, like I sort of spoke about, I suppose, um, with reducing your exposure to toxins, obviously, mm. like 
minimizing alcohol consumption, mm. um, you know, being mindful of, um, you know, medications or um, whether that's like over the counter and prescription, obviously just looking at all of that and reviewing that. Um, mm. And yeah, like going low tox in your home and everything, all of that is beneficial, but there's also like a couple of things. Um, so we can't neglect that phase and we can't mm. neglect eating well, but there are a couple of things that you can do to actually just support this as well. So for example, castor oil packs are supportive coffee enemas as well. If you're, if you're feeling game, these kind of things can be supportive. So they're just like nice little like add on tools, especially if you're like feeling like you need some help to detoxify mm. sometimes when we're quite loaded up, I suppose. And, um, you know, do, doing all of these things like infrared sauna and castor oil packs and, you know, coffee enemas can just be beneficial as well. But, you know, you don't have to do those things, but depending on, you know, I know we've both had sort of chronic health challenges with that sort of situation, then it's definitely beneficial to explore these other um, tools, yeah. I suppose. And especially um, if you've been doing all of the lifestyle things, you've been doing all the healthy eating and stuff and you're like, I'm still feeling like shit you know that's yeah. that's where it's like okay we need to have some of these things like coffee enemas like castor oil packs that just kind of supercharge your healing and like just speed things up a little bit so it's kind of like mm. yeah it's kind of like a balancing act because sometimes you don't want to do too many of the things because it can just overwhelm you but at the same time you don't want to like drag the process of healing out so long that you just kind of get over it and give up so yeah and an important note actually with detoxification um in particular because a lot of people are out there promoting that you know detox is the thing detox 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 but like you've got to be ready to detox if you're doing things like coffee enemas and even if you take a supplement that's going to support your liver function that's really good but we need to make sure that you're having the regular bowel movements because, for example, you can be like working on specific phases of your liver function, but then if you're just stirring things up in your body and you're not actually able to, you know, flush it out properly, then that actually could make you feel worse. So I'd mm. start with the sweating and the getting your bowel movements going and that sort of thing as like a first port of call. And then when you're <clears> ready <throat> to do that, then you can look into these, you know, other tools as well. Yeah. It all comes back to the poop at the end of the day. Yep. <laughs> Pretty all much. On the <laughs> um, I just realized exactly. as well, like, <clears throat> we probably shouldn't just like skip over coffee enemas because probably people going like, what the fuck? You guys are putting coffee out of your butt? Like, <laughs> you're just going to casually got, like I've breeze a, I've got a through. That happens to be here. <laughs> oh, amazing. <laughs> Which is hilarious that I just happened to get in the mail. I think it's just the funniest branding ever. Happy Bum Beans. Isn't that just oh, the funniest thing ever? Oh, coffee for the bum. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, bum coffee. Yeah, so, yeah, you do need a special type of coffee. Um, Melissa says, lol, I was Googling them. Yeah, I thought, I thought, yeah, sometimes you get a bit too deep and nerdy in these spaces and they're just like, that oh, is true. Most yeah, people drink yeah. their coffee. They don't put it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I think it's good to chat to a practitioner because, for example, like if you have hemorrhoids or something like that, it's not going to be the right thing for you. And again, we want to, you know, make sure we're looking at all the different factors, but they can be a helpful tool. But yeah, if you're having trouble getting your bowels moving, even just like a water enema is a really good thing. 
And then the coffee has additional benefits basically for phase two liver detoxification, which is just an important part of, you know, detoxification. So it's got the, the bonus benefits of stimulating a bowel movement to aid in constipation and then the mm. specific promoting bile flow, diluting bile, and also, you know, getting your detoxification moving. So this is like a, you know, you don't have to do this. You can do this. <laughs> um, it, people, lots of people find it helpful, but yeah, it's, it's not. There's actually, if anyone is interested, I found a video on YouTube um, by it's Olivia Budgen, I think her name is. I, I haven't looked at any of her other stuff, so I can't speak for anything else that she does, but <laughs> she's just got a specific video talking about like how to do an enema. And I think it's just explained really, really well. So if you were curious, you could go and check out that video on YouTube and, um, you know, see if it might be something that would benefit you. Yeah. Yeah, I think I did something similar, looked up on YouTube how to do it. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it can be really helpful, you know, specifically if you're struggling with like a lot of inflammation and like and constipation. Um, and yeah, just like one of those tools that is good to have in your toolkit for times when you're like, okay, I need to like speed things up. I really want to like up the ante with my healing. Um, so it's nice to like have those things there, but you don't necessarily need to do them. But if you need them, you kind of... Yeah, it's an option. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> are there any like supplements? Obviously, this is something that they would speak to a practitioner about, but sometimes it can be helpful to know some supplements and then they can go and ask about them. You know, oh, would this supplement be good for me? So in that regard, would there be anything that um, would help with liver support? Yeah. So the thing is, so what you can do is look up this um, liver detoxification. I could actually just drop the link in here. If, ever, if anyone wants to just go and look up liver detoxification pathways, because there's this really great graphic and there are just so many nutrients required for the different phases of detoxification, basically. So there is milk thistle is really great. For example, that can be, you know, something beneficial. Um, and there are some specific supplements that I really like. There's like detoxicol is a good one, um, which is a liver and gallbladder support. My favorites are um, beta TCP and MCS2, which are biotics supplements. And like, as Lucia said, you know, you could be taking this stuff thinking that you need that and, and maybe you actually don't, but a lot mm. of us do need detoxification support. If you'll have a look at this um, like chart of what's needed for the different phases of liver detoxification you will see there are like many many things required which is why if you are going to do this having something like just desiccated liver if you're not eating liver is great that's just the dried sort of supplement form of liver or those specific liver support supplements because it's not really like a yes milk thistle can be helpful but there are just many, many things different needed for the different sort of mm. phases of liver detoxification. So I know that's like an annoying answer because people just want to know which supplements. And I did give you a couple, but, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's nuanced and complicated. Yeah, I think that's really important for people to get because, yeah, you, I mean, ultimately you don't want to be doing something that's ineffective or wasting your money or worst case scenario, harming your health in any way. So it is really good to get support, but sometimes it's, it's good to have an idea of what to even ask for because yeah, maybe you don't have access to a functional medicine practitioner. You just want to go to your GP and just double check that this is going to be fine for you to take. 
And I guess like, you know, cause it can be a bit overwhelming naturally. Like when you're like, okay, I'm doing all these food things. I'm trying to eat beetroot, maybe potentially putting coffee up my butt. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, ah, there's supplements. I need to try to change all of my shampoo and conditioner and, you know, not get BPA and, you know, remove all these environmental toxins. Like it is a lot. So I wonder if you could kind of like bring it back to, I love like, what are the baby steps, you know, like what are a few like little things that people could, you know, do this week to get started? Yeah. So I think make sure you're having regular bowel movements. That's obviously, you know, it's not directly liver related, but it also is at the same time. Mm. So, um, and that's one of those things that is going to have a huge impact on your hormone health as well so you know you can use things like a squatty potty which I also like because it's not really another thing it's not a supplement you need to take it's just having a stool next to your toilet and putting your feet on it to get your you know colon in the right position to eliminate basically Mm. um so and hydration so squatty potty and hydration are great and then what works in with that really well is the warm lemon water I think this is something that you can you know it's going to hydrate you the warm water the warmth is going to stimulate peristalsis so basically get your gut moving and the lemon or lime or apple cider or whatever you want to use in there is going to stimulate the bile production so and your digestive juices so that's a really easy thing that you can just add into your routine so yeah basically squatty potty hydration warm lemon water i think they're things that just don't feel like too much to add in but they're quite like a lot of sort of bang for your buck and then just hiding green veggies and stuff. Um, Like, you know, you always have something like good organic baby spinach or something. You can pretty much just chuck it in and everything. Obviously I'm my cooking skills compared to Lucia are very (laughs) poor. So I just like, we both have our specialties. It's all good. (laughs) (laughs) I really like cooking, but I'm definitely not talented in that area. So I often just like to, you know, if I make a curry or something like that, um, you know, just to add in some extra greens, you can just chuck like baby spinach in there and you don't even know it's there. So if you feel like, oh, I didn't, didn't really, you know, eat a lot of veggies today, then, you know, make a smoothie, chuck some baby Mm. spinach or, you know, other sort of dark leafy greens and, um, and that sort of thing as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's super helpful. Easy way to get veggies in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and guys from the main menu course, like off the top of my head, you know, we've got the lasaka, which has got the liver in it. Um, and then just like freezing portions of mincemeat with the liver mixed in, like that's a, a good sort of takeaway for getting more liver in and then having those nutrients to support your liver as well as the pesto. And you can replace, sub out some of the basil with dandelion greens um or some other kind of bitter greens which will support your liver and yeah the kimchi which i already mentioned but yeah i'm sure that there's others but that's just a little um you know reminder if you are thinking what to cook this week (laughs) so cool nice one so we've got liver all tied up neatly thanks for that (laughs) fran here again i really hope you enjoyed this conversation Stay tuned for next week where we continue the conversation and chat all about the adrenals. If you have any questions about anything we've covered in the episode, send me a DM on Instagram. My Instagram name is just my name, Fran Dargaville. 
That's F-R-A-N-D-A-R-G-A-V-I-L-L-E. Have an awesome day. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to chat with me about how we can work together to reach your health goals, head to frandargaville.com. To connect with me day to day, Instagram is the place to be. Follow me via my handle at frandargaville. And finally, please note that the materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not considered to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment.